Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Paul Verzi, very funny comedian, friend of the show, is here. He's going to be at Side Splitters all weekend. You would want to make reservations to see him. 960-1197 or sidesplitterscomedy.com. You can go online and pick your seats. Uh, you got tonight, you've got tomorrow, you got Saturday, and you got the uh, dreaded Sunday show. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Every time I every time I get the contracts of where mm. I'm going, and I'll just go. Uh, I'll say to my agent, "Is there a Sunday show?" Yeah. And he's like, "You want you want to do?" I'm like, and, "But you know, we're ready. We're gearing up for the special. So like, I'll I'll take a little more." Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? I would think it would make more sense to do Wednesday through Saturday than Thursday through Sunday. Well, what do I know? Yeah, no, no, that could. I think that that's kind of a new way. I think like people. I get are, Sunday depression. I don't want to go out on Sunday nights. I want to. You know what? I get it. I get it too. My so my uh, well, not to bring the show down, but well, my, my parents got divorced, and we would visit my dad. Me and my brother would visit our da- my dad on Sunday, right. and like once like food was over and dinner was over, and you just knew School's that like in. yeah, like he would drop you off, and like not only would he drop you off, but then it's like the end of the day. Mm. You got to school the next day, so Sundays were always kind of a weird yeah. like once. Like seven o'clock on a Sunday hits. I kind of just like. And then and then your parents listen to weird radio, so you're like, I'm never gonna let you go. I'm gonna hold you in my arms forever. And you're like, why is this music bringing me down? I'm gonna open up a vein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why are you playing that when you're divorced? Like, how? When did your parents get divorced? I was five. My brother was ten. Yeah. See, I was like four or five too. So I didn't yeah. really care. I didn't know anything yeah. better. But it's it's uh, your brother probably had a hard time. My older brother definitely took some bullets for me for sure yeah. I know that and uh, but it was like in the 80s when like divorce was like it was like early 80s and my dad's like my dad is like this hunt my dude my father uh-huh. like I know you've heard comedians talk about their Italian father like I've heard com- but dude my father's a neck another animal right. like, dude, my father is so over the top and like so divorce was forbidden Dude, my father like, why they get divorced then you know what? My father was, like, working at AIG in the city doing well. My father was the type of dude It was about, like, we're going to get the mansion. Yeah. Like, my father would be, like, we bought f- matching fur coats. Uh. Like my father was, like, Frank <laughs> Lucas, an American gangster. You know, like, but I'm not even joking. Like, give my right. mom and him, like, matching Rolexes. Right, right, and my mom is like, can we just go to the beach as a family? Uh. You know, and my dad was like, no, we're going to tell like, you. Was your mom to- Italian, too? No, my mother's, no, my mother's a, Greek. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, my mother's Greek. My dad's Sicilian. But my dad is just, my dad's hilarious. My dad's uh, down here now. Oh, he's, yeah. He's down, yeah, he's down in Florida. And, like, he's just, my father's so over-conservative. Where, what area is he? Hilarious. I think he's, like, near West Palm Beach, yeah. Yeah, so is he, like, oh, I bet he's, he's got old, old ladies down there. He's, no, he's married. Oh, he's married, he, and he was—he was in Yonkers and the Bronx. He just hated your mother. He was just, <laughs> yeah. He just—he got actually. She did it. My mother did it. Oh, he was just like, 
What happened? Too many Rolexes. He's like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, Dad. Maybe the <laughs> you know, bring me two gifts. Too many gifts. <laughs> yeah, he's just, but he loves it. Like he, he's just like you know, he loves the the laws down here. Uh, uh, and he's just yeah, my uh, father. Trump you know. loves Trump. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, Trump. If Trump was throwing babies off a building, he'd be like, those babies are evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are the babies doing on a building? I'm, I'm telling uh, you, no, no, no. Those babies were evil and going to take over, and he saw it first. He's so like he's so just funny. dude. My dad is just so funny like that, but but really like cool man. Yeah. Like, like really like you know old school like family guy. How so. old is he now? My dad is like seventy two. Yeah, that's about my dad's age. My dad's gonna be seventy one, I think. Yeah, you know my dad's completely embarrassing. Like you know he's dude. My dad wore like gator shoes. Mm-hmm. I, I said this on a podcast. He wore gator shoes and uh, like a fur. Right. And we were in a pizzeria, right? <laughs> and a woman, and he had like these big gaudy sunglasses. And um, pe- people, people, <laughs> yeah, look that Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you look, yeah, you look like Johnny Depp and Donnie Brasco, but like with a fur collar on the coat. Right. And he walks out, and this woman's staring at him. And he said the greatest line. People went wild for the line. He goes, he just looked at the woman. She's just staring at him. And I remember, I'm a little kid. I'm walking to the car. Yeah. And my dad was a spec- spectacle. And he just looked at the woman. And he goes, I owe you money? <laughs> and she goes, what? Excuse me? He goes, no, I'm just saying, do I owe you money? Because the last person that stared at me like that, I owed him money. <laughs> and she just froze and had nothing. And I was just like, that's the greatest. But no, my dad's another one, man. My yeah. dad's another one. Really rough in a restaurant. Really rough in a restaurant. Really? Oh, dude. That's the one thing that I don't like or really take from him. Yeah. But like, if the portion is small... Or if if it's not good, yeah. it's just no, no, no. I need to talk to you know. I brought oh, my family really? here. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like dad, dad. And he's like, no, no, no. I brought my family here. I don't get it. You know, and like, but he he won't yell. But he'll do it in like a. Mm-hmm. He never yells. Yeah. But he'll just go. I can we? I can I talk to somebody? You know, and I'm just like dad. Who are you gonna talk to? I, yeah, I can't. No. I, I'd have a hard time that my dad. My dad has some cool restaurant moves. My dad, I saw my dad get mad at a waiter one time because <laughs> I have a younger, I have a younger sister, yeah. and uh, she's twenty two now, twenty three. But at the time when she was a baby, yeah, she was in the chair or like in a seat or something, and the waiter had a plate of something, and he and he went to put it on the table, and he leaned over the baby to do it, in no danger whatsoever. And my dad was like, "Oh, oh," and I'm like, "What? What happened?" What if he dropped that on the baby? I go, are you mad at him for a hypothetical situation? You're getting mad at him for something that didn't even come close to happening yet? That's a loving father. He knew. He That's... was looking out. Dude, so my dad always would know. My dad would like to go places where he knew the owner. Right. The owner comes. That's an Italian thing. That's an Italian yeah. thing. The owner comes out, you know, and I'm like, nobody, nobody's looking. Nobody, <laughs> but, like, the yeah. owner comes out. The owner would, like, you know, give him a hug and everything like that. So my grandfather, rest his soul, dude, my grandfather was a character. Uh-huh. Character. And um, my grandfather was just kind of, like, not aloof, but he's just older, and he was, you know, coming to the end of his days, and we're just sitting there, and the owner comes out, right? Dude, and my dad, I've never seen my dad more mortified. Owner comes out, shakes, hey, Tommy, how you doing, everything like that. My dad goes, my grandfather takes his plate. And he goes, yeah, can you get, get me some, uh, he, he took his empty plate and he handed Here's it to the owner. He goes, you mind putting more, more veal on the, and my, my father goes, no, you can't, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. He's going, I'm so sorry, he, you know, and then my, i never forget when the guy, he goes, dad, you can't, what are you, nuts? This is my friend, you can't, my grandfather could care, yeah, gave yeah. zero, yeah. You have not really gone out to a restaurant until you've gone out with old time people. No, you, right, yeah. yes, yes. And then why anybody would want to be a waiter after that blows my mind. <laughs> 
Blows my mind. I do like the uh, like we yeah we, we should go try to go to Cafe Chibo over here. Our buddy Frankie owns a really good Italian restaurant in St. Pete. He would have loved your father, and your father would have loved him. Frankie, <laughs> Frankie's the owner. He comes up, hey, how you doing? Where are you? But he looks yeah. like Thing from Fantastic Four. He's just a big... Oh, big, he's just like a big hey, lumpy thing? Yeah. But he's got a Disney voice. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably cursing on his radio right now. I was doing... I did this. I was working, trying to work this joke in my act where my dad... I, I would watch my dad's first bite, <laughs> and it would dictate the, the rest, rest of the, of the evening. Night, yeah, because yeah. he would just go, and if it was good, he would go look back. He go, oh, this is fat. This is <laughs> this is. Did you try this? Did you? He would start talking, just looking at us. Did you see it? This is, and it was just a great thing. I remember one time he took a bite, right, and I knew I saw it register that it wasn't good. Mike, I swear to God, he dropped the fork and he goes, "Oh no!" I said he sounded like Pesci. He sounded like Pesci right before he got wacky. Goodfellas. Uh, he realized it was over. He just goes, yeah. "Oh no!" Uh, I'm going, Dad, it's a, it's a, it's a meal. It's, it's, it's not that big of a deal, man. But he, he's, yeah, he's so he's one of those where you get a little anxious when you're around, yeah. but you also want to see it. Sure, it, it's, it, it, it's it, like a it's like a car whose tail is starting to go, yeah. and you're like, all right, this thing's either gonna lo- it's either gonna get control or it's going off the road. Dude, but I kind of gotta you, watch it. How are you not pitching this as a cooking show? I would go see <laughs> like instead of diners, <laughs> drive-ins and dives, it'd be like uh, eating with Versi's dad. Versi's yeah. dad's yeah. first you, bite. You don't want oh no to be the uh, <laughs> right. final verdict. Oh no! Oh no! I had high hopes for you. This is my wife got upset with me because my wife. My wife is not as forgiving. Mm-hmm. She gets like, no, that's not okay. Oh. You know? So um, we went to visit him in Florida. And I take Lucas and Sophia, my wife, and we go down. And we're with a dad. And my dad kept promising Lucas in New York. goes, I'm going to take you to a place to get pizza. I'm going to take you to a place to get pizza. But then all of a sudden, everything happens. He moved here. So we go. And he goes, you remember I told you? So we go to this place down in West Palm. And my gets my son pizza. And we're all sitting there. And my dad ordered veal. He loves veal, but he hates one of veal's not a big portion. Right. So he orders a veal cutlet sandwich. He asks the guy, he goes, is the veal cutlet sandwich? Be honest with me. My, my father turned it into like a mafia. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I could trust you, yeah, right? Yeah. Give me, you, you ain't going to lie to me, right? <laughs> he goes, be, be honest with me. Is it big? Because it's a decent portion, dude. It, com- it comes and it's like little pieces of veal. Oh, no. And my dad, oh, no. my dad is trying to be cordial with his grandchildren and he's kind of looking around. And dude, my wife, I bail, I, I grab my son. I saw the waiter coming. Oh, no. And I go, I go, Lucas, we're going to the bathroom. Uh, and we go to the bathroom and I come back because I knew what happened. Yeah. And my wife is big red and she's just staring at me. <laughs> and apparently, apparently my dad goes, my dad said, uh, excuse me. He goes, do me a favor. Remind me. He goes, he said something along the lines of, I don't know if I could say this, whatever, but he said something along the lines of like, am I a midget? Uh, yeah. Like, this is for that. Like, this is right. not, this is for a little, and I'm going, and I wasn't there. It's a ration. A <laughs> yeah, ration like, for like, a small person. And, and then, like, he said, like, sarcastic. He goes, remind me next time not to order this. My wife said that he said. <laughs> and I was gone for all of it. I heard Smart. stories. Yeah, yeah. And my wife was like, you bailed. Yeah, you and knew it was like, coming. I was like, I knew it was coming, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to, I, I just grabbed the closest kid to me. It was like, listen, somebody's got to get sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed my I grabbed my son because he was close. I said, "Let's go." And like, my daughter was too young, so my wife just sat in that pain. Oh. It was my bad. It was it was definitely oh, my bad. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I love when my wife exposed to weird stuff that my family does. 
But I am uh, even more excited about seeing weird stuff that her family does because they're different types of people. They're from my, her dad's from Brooklyn. When you say they're different types of people, Italian though? No, uh, they're her dad's Jewish and, and he's from Brooklyn. Their mother's like German, Irish, and okay, yeah, but. Um, they are just like my mom, my step. I'm sorry, my mother-in-law. She's a very soft-spoken, uh, high-pitched, soft-spoken. Like she'll be like, "Well, I was wondering." On Tuesdays. Oh, okay. she drinks tea and all that. <laughs> so, but they say the most, the funniest things. My um, my father-in-law insist insist to me that he saw an alien one night, and he was telling me he was in Brooklyn. He was on the roof of his building, and he's positive he saw an alien. Doesn't let you in on the story that meant when my mother-in-law steps in and goes, did he tell you it was also the first time he tried marijuana? <laughs> like, they have great, great stories together, and he's deaf, so him not hearing half the conversation also adds to things. Then, and I hope my wife doesn't kill me for saying this, but my wife was, I love when my wife is on the phone with her parents. If it's her father, I could hear the whole conversation because he's yelling. But if it's her mother, I just go, I just judge by the perplexed look on her face. And I heard uh, my wife go, well, I don't, I don't know who you would call. I don't know who can help with that. And she's like, I don't think calling them is going to do anything. And I go, oh, and maybe she's got a problem, something I can help out with. And then when she hung up the phone, I go, everything all right with your mother? And she just shook yeah. her head and goes, yeah. I go, who is she calling with? She goes, they canceled that TV show that she likes, and she wants to know who to go. <laughs> 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 uh, Did you, you get guys along cancel with the prodigal son? <laughs> it's a very good show. <laughs> like, I could just picture her making the phone because she's very intelligent. Like, yeah. Just go, yeah, I get along. I get along great with them. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Oh, they're wonderful people. They're just they make me laugh so hard. They're just he he is just the he's funny on his own, and then throw in the fact that he's half deaf on top of it, it makes things ten times funnier. Oh. Uh. Just yelling he, what? He and he looks a little bit like Sid Caesar. So a lot of times he always looks confused as it is. And then he's doing a lot of this, like and then he just hears bits and pieces of a conversation and then he'll he'll be like did, were you going horseback riding in Nebraska? And we're like, what? And I'll be like, no, there's a horse track on Nebraska Avenue. Like, he just doesn't. Oh, it's great. It's it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. Now, they're great people. Uh, I love it, man. I actually fantasize about I fantasize about being in a home. Isn't that weird? Like, like a nursing home? Yeah. What? <laughs> like your final days? Like, like I fantasize about just being, t- like, I don't want to, listen, I don't want to be, you know, crapping myself and, right. like, really, but... I, I, even if my family's alive, I like being in a place where I'm in sweatpants and New Balance. Oh, yeah. I got like a nine o'clock bedtime. Yeah. Thursday is like game day. Yeah, yeah. You know, Somebody's you got Jello. You yeah, you got yeah. Jello coming. You play games and stuff. Yeah. There's some kind of peace to that. In yeah. a weird, you know, Jello, like, you got it about three years before you got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, so, yeah, you were not in your head. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, dude, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't have to worry about anything. They bring you the food. Right. Nurses are nice. They got you your TVs on. You already live that life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they live together in a place called Whore Island. And it's it's uh I guarantee you Joe's just walking around Whore Island in a robe all the time. Fact. And then uh he, they go out and they feed birds and I'm stray cats and it's like a He's weird, got a garden, he tends yeah. to his garden. Yeah. You yeah. got a weird old man life. Yells like, at the neighbors for so, walking on our side of the street. I water yeah. my plants outside. Are you Ita- are you Italian? Yeah. Yeah, see Italians Italian guys go nuts for, for flat like even fl- yeah. like it's the only thing that like an Italian guy can be like a tough Italian guy can yeah, get away with flowers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Some, Italian guy be like, You see my lily? 
lilies? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, look at these lilies blossom. There's nobody on the block's got lilies like this. And you're like, Tony, are you sure? He's right, though. Yeah, we got orchids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got orchids? We got orchids, yeah. Yeah, I do take uh, I do take some pride in, in some flowers and things. If I grow something, oh, I love yeah. that, yeah. You know Dom Lombardozzi, right? I do not. You know who it is? You know who it is? No, Tom? I have a feeling... Sound like a guy I went to high school with. No. Oh, is Don, he the actor now? Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah, he yeah. was in The Wire. Yeah, he, he was, was in, on Entourage. He was on Entourage, yeah. yeah. So he um he has a he's like he loves his garden. Yeah. And like when you get peppers and I get it though, because if you get peppers and you get like fruits Tomatoes. or like vegetables and all you get like kind of you're like, look how this thing you like like you raised them. Like he acts like you raised them. <laughs> look at these peppers. Look at these they started out as uh, they started out as a seed. Uh-huh. And I, I grew <laughs> You wouldn't even recognize them when they first got here. <laughs> Listen. Time goes so, like they're kids, time goes so fast. <laughs> you, you have to also understand that. Where does Dom live? Is he yeah. living? In, uh, in New York, New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I grew up in Staten Island. And, oh, okay. And and uh, in my neighborhood, gardens should not be flourishing. Yet my backyard looked like a jungle. My great grandfather had he had fig trees. He had uh, gaguts. You know the gaguts? No, what's that? It's, it's like a long squash. But wow. I mean, it grows like this. It grows like oh, uh, I know those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had gagoots. We had an apricot tree. An wow. ap- I mean, there was a jungle, and on top of tomatoes and all that stuff. Then my uncle Joe, his son, who lived five blocks away, he had a garden, not quite the jungle, but a good area of his backyard, and he went crazy with the peppers. Yeah. We go to Uncle Joe's house, and he'd be like. I got pepper stuff with pork. I got pepper stuff with beef. I got pepper what? stuff with cheese. Then he's like, and then I got bored, so I stuffed peppers with more peppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, and then anytime you went to the house, he'd give you the, show you the peppers, because yes, you, I mean, if you're tilling land in Staten Island and you turn that into a monster garden that's yielding fruit, you should be yeah. very proud of that. You know what, too? Some of my greatest friends are in Staten Island. Some of the nicest people. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Uh, Sal Vacano. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson. And so, I, Pete Davidson is one of my closest friends. He's a Staten Island guy. Uh, Sal Vacano, Staten Island guy. And then there's a couple other people uh, that, that I'm trying to think who it is. And I was like, you're Staten all Island, the, too? All the... All the uh Joker's guys are all Staten Island. They all, they're all Farrell fags. They all went to Monsignor Farrell yeah. uh, High School. And, uh, yeah, and, and D- Davidson's father was a senior when I was a freshman it, in my high same school. Same high school? Yep. Wow. Yep. And uh, I, I just found out the other day that I saw, I got an email from my school, my high school, that they had put up a memorial for 9-11 fallen students from 9-11 and uh, parents of students who died in 9-11. Oh, wow. And his father's on there. On oh, the, wow. On that thing. Yeah, I didn't, you didn't put two and two together until I was reading all the names. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, Colin Jost is from Staten Island. Yeah. But here's the thing. Colin Jost is from a different part of Staten Island that Pete Davidson's from. I'm from the Pete Davidson side. The Colin Joe side were the ones that we would uh, would beat up if we saw him on the city bus. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. The rich kid who probably went to high school in the city. You know? Oh, okay. Like yeah. a private. Yeah. So like the houses in Staten Island, but they like, you know, had a private car to their private school in Manhattan. Right. 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 Yeah. That's that's the Joe's family. <laughs> where where is the uh, impractical jokers guys? Just regular neighborhood kids. We, yeah. Yeah. They they're all uh, they're all. I I love all those guys. Um, We've had Sal on the uh, on the podcast. We've had Q on this show. We've had yeah. uh, Murr on this show. Joe is the only one that hasn't been on, but 
They're all great dudes. Yeah, and, there, and there's like more comedians that I was I was at the stand or somewhere, and someone's like, "Oh, Staten Island too," and I'm like, "You're from Staten Island too?" So yeah, it's but it's so it seems so far. Like the thing about Staten Island is it doesn't seem like it. Sh- it seems like it should be Jersey. How far it is? Right, because there is no reason whatsoever if you don't live there to ever go there. Right. There's nothing in your New York mind. Like, you'll have plenty of reasons to go to Manhattan. You'll have plenty of reasons to go to Brooklyn and Long Island. But nobody is like, oh, we got to go to Staten Island 4. There's nothing at the end of that sentence. The only way that is Staten Island 4 is if you bought something on eBay and you got to go pick it up or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it offers nothing else to you. <laughs> yeah, I drove, to, I drove to hang out with Pete. We were doing, and I was just driving going like, where? This is not New York. Yeah. It doesn't it's, feel it's like a weird it's thing. far, man. It's um, far. You you talk to him now, Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete Pete is actually going to be um, directing my. He's going to be directing my special. Shut up. That's he good saw, for you. dude. He saw. It was really cool. He saw like twenty five minutes, thirty minutes of my hour, mm-hmm. and he called me and he goes, "Dude, he goes, I want to be. I'm going to direct this, and it's going to be like the first thing he directs." But, That's awesome, dude. Pete is so. Like Pete is one of the most misunderstood, coolest. Like like actually like nice down to earth. I'll tell you a funny Pete story. And I'll where, tell you a funny where, pizza. Where, uh, I'm just home on a Saturday. I'm smoking a cigar. And, uh, you know, we were told, like, because you got to understand, Pete did my podcast when he was 18 years old. Yeah. And we had the same manager, and he was just this young kid. And Pete, when I was opening for people, I remember one time I was opening for Burr at Caroline's, mm. and Pete was like this 16-year-old just sitting in the corner, like, watching. And I'm yeah. like, I, I didn't know, like, how old this kid was, but he was like, hey, man, this is what I want to do, and I like your podcast. So anyway, we become friends. He's on my podcast at 18. People are like, who's that young kid yeah. on your on your show? And I was like, no, dude, he's a great kid. He's funny. But, um. Um, so we talk all the time. I call him, and uh, I'm smoking a cigar at the house, right? And he just goes, hello? And I go, what's up, man? What are you doing? He goes, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm at work now. Is everything all right? Dude, I looked at the time. Saturday Night Live was hot. Like, he was working. <laughs> you call him Doring? Like, 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 I had no idea. Like, I'm just like, oh, let me call Pete. Like, I, So it was like, I was literally like... The and, and I'm, I was like, what are you answering for? Like, that's how good of a friend he is. He's a little like the right. show is the show is in a live production. I'm on a skit right and he's, now. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, hey, what's up, dude? Is everything for? Oh, sorry. Pie, sorry. Yeah. I go, oh, I go, yeah. yeah. What are you What are you doing? What are yeah. you answering for? So can I tell you why I'm mad at him? <laughs> um, and I like him. Right. <laughs> I watch. I watched. Uh, this is my my long Pete Davidson story. I was sitting, we, our band played, and I went back to the hotel room after the band played, and I'm wound up, I can't fall asleep, so I'm watching TV, and Guy Code is on, I never watched it, it seems like it would be the worst show in the world, and I start watching it, and I start liking it, and Pete is on it, it's the first time I've ever seen him, and he's hilarious. So I, I watch it, and then uh, he made some references to Staten Island, so I Google him, and it says he's from Staten Island. And that, that doesn't happen very often, that somebody that's on TV that you like also happens to be from your hometown. Right, yeah, sure. So then I start watching his stand-up clips of him when he was a young kid doing stand-up. And he was hilarious when he, he said to people he looked like he was Jay-Z's white son. Like, he had so many great jokes. <laughs> Funny jokes, yeah. And uh, I was like, who is this kid? So as I'm watching videos from him and, and hitting Google, there's a Google story, I click on it. Pete Davidson, the youngest Saturday Night Live kid. Like, it all happened in one day for me where I discovered who he was sure. and found out he was picked to be on Saturday Night Live. Sure. Hadn't come on it yet, you know. Then uh, I'm all excited because now I got this guy that I like and he's from my own town and turns out he's coming to the improv. 
And I'm like, holy cow, we got to get this guy on. I get it. I set it all up. And he uh, ends up blowing the show off. He did call in, I think. And he said that he had uh, a Crohn's flare-up because he has Crohn's disease. He did, that, that's true. And he's like, his agent was like, he's got Crohn's bad, and he's not going to be, he'll call in. And we were like, all right. Yeah. So I was disappointed because I wanted to meet him and all that stuff. And uh, then I go to the show that night, and he's on stage, and he's like, yeah, I got up early this morning. He goes, I know you wouldn't think of this, but I'm a big Harry Potter fan. So I shot over to Universal Studios. I was like, you son of a bitch. You didn't have Crohn's. You wanted to go to Harry Potter land, and you lied. And I'm like, now I hope you have Crohn. I'll be crapped all over the Harry Potter rides. How do you like that? Uh, uh, I've since forgiven him for that. Uh, have, yeah. you t- have you talked to him or met him since then? Uh, yes. I didn't talk to him about that, oh, and I will guys, one day. I'll keep yeah. that in my pocket. Oh, no, you'll yeah, definitely yeah. No, talk to him. He's great. Yeah. I met him that night after the show, and he's been on the show before, uh, since then. He's a good dude. I uh, so my wife's a Harry Potter lunatic. Oh, yeah, really? like lunatic. Yeah, like and I got like, one somewhere. Over re- here. <laughs> we got no. We got so when I did, I was in, when I did the West Palm Improv. Um, we I brought my family with me because the, the the hotel they put you in is almost like a resort. They got right. a huge pool and the whole deal. And there's families there. It ended up working out. And uh, my wife, I had a show Sunday. I, I did the dreaded Sunday too. And um, it was at 7 o'clock, and my wife goes, you know, Saturday, she goes, you know, if we woke up at 6, <laughs> she goes, we can we can rent a truck and go to Harry Potter World, and, 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 you know, it's two and a half hours and this and that. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So I rented, this, like, the biggest, I rented this, like, huge Infinity truck, whatever, and we went there, had a great day. Get back. I get back around six o'clock, uh-huh. and then I went. And the the per- people at the club were like, "You're going to be tired for the show." And I was like, "I, you know, I mustered up the energy to do it." But that Harry Potter world was un, like it, I, Hogwarts is there. It's Hogwarts amazing. is there. Yeah, and it, you're there in the middle of summer here. It's four thousand degrees outside, and you walk in Harry Potter land, and you see the snow on the roof, and you're like, "I think I'm getting cold." <laughs> it's ama- it's amazing, yeah, and I'm yeah. not even like that. I, at least the first couple of times I went there, I don't even think I'd seen any of the movies, and I was still blown away by everything. Oh, yeah, you didn't watch any? You don't I know. have since. Oh, yeah, okay, but, yeah, yeah. I, but you know, my kids were. My son was too little, and my you know, my daughter was a baby, so nobody cared. But then, since I've seen the movies, now I go back. I appreciate it a lot more. But it's it's amazing, and it's still they're still adding rides to it and stuff. So, uh, what's going on with COVID and all that stuff's open now? And masks off, open with no mask. My buddy, my trainer, Sean. I don't know if you guys know, but I've been going to the you gym. You said that with such pride and yes, such. You <laughs> said that so proud. Do you see how proud masks off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant my, my gym, my declaration that I went to the gym. I've been telling everybody, once you go to the gym, you got to let everybody know you've been going to the gym. Uh, yeah. They went They went yesterday, and I saw a picture online, and they were in Epcot, masks off. It's been, I mean, that's been over a year now of having a, it's, it's try to walk around in a hot, theme park with a mask on all day it's just it's gross i get it i know why i'm not an anti-mask guy but it's yeah, just yeah. a lot more convenient without it so. oh i, I could imagine yeah like that's Ugh. sitting in the sun with your face sweating yeah like that. yeah taking it off the breather every once in a while all right we got to take a break paul Verzi's here when we come back i gotta tell you about tomorrow's homework before we wrap up the show cool all right yeah i know you're fine i know barnick will be fine it's gonna really make us step up our game <laughs> no. it's the mike cal the show it's 1025 the bone you're listening to the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. It's 9.40 on the Mike Caltas Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Galvin. Yes? I was talking to Verzi about the uh, Venice Outdoor Sports e-bike. Oh, yeah. Verzi, you can take that if you want to uh, ride it while you're here and see if you like it. You, you don't even have one. to pedal. Right. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's what I was telling him. Like, you just hit that throttle and you just go in. So the idea 
is that you get a, a an assist, so you can get a good workout, but all of a sudden it'll give you just a little bit of go. So that it's yeah. a regular bike. So if yeah. you want to ride just regular bike, that's fine. But if you're like riding and you're out there for six miles and you're like, oh, stupid hill, <laughs> and you want to, you know, you yeah. can just, you I would get right lazy with it and just take the pedals off. I, I, <laughs> dude, I haven't I haven't pedaled it yet. All yeah. I do is just hit the throttle. It's the best. I'd be like, oh, these pedals are cute. Now let's get this thing. <laughs> let's go. Well, I like to give up the I like to give the effect that I'm riding for. Yeah, I'd make them think. <laughs> uh, uh, but you know, you, there's so many nice trails over here that you can go on the trail, and then before you know it, you're 10 miles away, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta yeah. bike 10 miles back. No, you just that, dude. I love, I love stuff like that. I almost got into listen to this man. I almost got into a fight with this guy. The weirdest thing happened. I'm at a, I'm going to a diner, and a guy in his, I would say probably like 30s. Guy in his 30s and his girl, maybe late 30s, they pull up in bikes like that. Yeah. And I'm walking, and stupid nice me goes, hey, guys, are those electric bikes? And the guy just won't look at me. He won't oh. look at me. And he's just like, and almost like turns to the side and just like won't look at me. And then she looked at me like hesitantly, like almost as if to say, uh, I'm sorry. And like, and, and I'm going like. Yeah, why is he a dick? Like, yeah. like, like so much, though, to the right. point where he was just, and then he's like looking at her in disgust with the question. And now I'm like conflict. I just wanted eggs, dude. Yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was in a good mood <laughs> yeah. to get eggs and coffee, and the guy's not looking. And I'm like, I'm, I'm drinking my coffee, pissed, and I'm going, should I have said? And now all the scenarios, <laughs> like you know, you know, like I'm just going through and be like, dude, why you, wouldn't you turn to somebody and go, yeah, electric bike, you know? Yeah, like he was just like, I was like so weird to me. But uh, but anyway, that I digress. Any, I want one of those things. Yeah, I, well, I, I, and we could call Venice Outdoor Sports see if they could ship one out. Listen, uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to step on your story. I thought for sure it was going to end. It was Lance Armstrong, and he was offended because <laughs> he thought he had electric bikers. How on. dare you? <laughs> Lance Armstrong bought me a drink. Oh yeah, yeah. I was in Austin. I performed. I was opening for Burr, and all of a sudden, dude, he just goes, uh, "Lance Armstrong's coming to the show," and I go, "Oh, cool." And then he goes. Uh, after the show, he goes, hey, Lance Armstrong wants to go out for a beer. I go, all right, man, dude, have a good time. And he goes, dude, you're coming. And I go, no, dude, I'm not. And like, and then he was like, and you're coming. It was like a few of us. Yeah. And I'm going, dude, I don't. And I swear to God, dude, like a truck pulls up and he's not in it. And then they go around the block and they go, he's at his bicycle shop. They're having a wine party. We're going to pick him and his wife up. Oh, and wow. then they get in. And he just looks around. He goes, "Oh, everybody, you know." And and uh, he w- and I'm just like sitting there. And this is like right after he like did the Oprah thing. Oh, he really? Just kind of was like, yeah. yeah. And we went to the Four Seasons where he did Oprah. Oh. And he's buying me and he's buying me a drink. And I'm just sitting there talking to him. And different personality though, like a very w- way more like alpha than uh-huh. you would think. Really? Yeah. Like 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 the type of guy to be like. You think it's because he's on the defensive all the time now because everybody's looking at him like cheater? I think he has to win. Everything. Uh, I, no, he's one of those where you're like, like, I mean, I don't know what what to say about his cheating, but I could tell you that dude was the type of guy that was like, I'm going to, I'm coming on top. Right. Yeah. I'm going to, like, you know, he just had that thing. like, But that could be, that's also like a, a, an elite athlete thing. Right. I think that those guys just have a different, they're wired different. I don't have any of that. No. I don't have, other than when it comes to work, I don't have any of that. I'm like... Like, whenever we're like, hey, we're going to play basketball, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not good at basketball, but I'll play. Like, I'm just, yeah, just like I'm never going to be like, I'm going to kill that guy in basketball. <laughs> Thank like, God my son didn't get any of that. You're funny. like, I'll play basketball. When are we going swimming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we eating after this? What's, what's happening? Um, yeah. All right, tomorrow on the show, we do a thing on Fridays called Six at Nine. 
on Wednesdays, Calvin did it yesterday. He sends uh, he sent us the top six news stories, just the headlines, uh-huh. and then we have to write a punchline joke at the end of it. And what happens is we get in on Wednesday and we do it at nine o'clock on Friday. And what happens is at eight forty-five in the commercial break, oh. we're panic writing these lines, trying to come up with them. <laughs> we are not good at it. I'm telling you right now, don't expect greatness. And the idea is that we're so bad at it that sometimes. Like, I had a joke that I thought was killer, and it just died, and everybody just lets it die, and then they mock you afterwards. Yeah. So it's awful. So do you remember when <laughs> remember when Biden did a press conference outside the Four Seasons and it ended up being like the Four Seasons tire shop? Yes. Giuliani. And, Giuliani. Well, I'm sorry, Giuliani. And it was a Four Seasons tire shop instead of uh, the, the hotel. <clears throat> and yeah. I... I uh, <laughs> this guy really wants. This guy really wants credit for this joke. Man. It's a good joke, and oh, you guys boy. let it go. He, uh, what was the next one? Was that uh, Embassy Suites and Sour Chicken? It was an entirely different store. Yeah, and uh, they had the same reaction you just did. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's a good joke, and they're all like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I did not get any credit for it. And so if I send you uh, the jokes, will you and Bart Nick? I will lines? send them immediately to Bart. <laughs> That's fine. You can guys come together as a team. Yeah. 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 You should do it and die on the vine with us. I'll do it. I, like, I'll die last minute on the vine. I don't yeah. care, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a, you don't like, have to wait until 845 to write them. You can write them beforehand. <laughs> right. Just that's what, uh, you know, we You know what? Maybe I'll do that instead of work on my hour this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the special that I'm doing. Okay. Let me ask you this, okay? So uh, if I am driving and thinking about something that I think is funny, I'll kind of, I'll just write it down in my in my notes on my phone. Yeah. And then if I think it might be good for stand-up, I can go back and rework what I wrote down. What are you doing for the hour? Like, I, when you guys, like, when Bobby tells me I got I to gotta write, tomorrow I got to write jokes, I just see you, I see Bobby sitting in his shed looking out the window at Bird just trying to think of something funny. The, uh, I, I think everybody's process is different. Like, for me, I'm not one of the, like, I know guys that are like, I open my notebook on Thursdays and I write jokes. I don't, with me, it's like life. Like, me and my son will be playing basketball in the driveway. Something will happen, it'll be said, and I'll go, oh, my God, dude, that's a, that's a bit. Yeah. I also do a lot of writing on stage where, like, I'll add things, I'll say things, and then, I'll, and then I make sure that I write it down. But, like, right now, my hour went from, like, 55 minutes to, like, an hour and 15, uh-huh. and that's without crowd work. So it just, it just keeps evolving. And but it's like living, you know, and I want to always like throw stuff out there like I'm in this place now where like I'm just trying to be honest. And even if like I think it's funny, but I don't know if the crowd does, if I've done the hour and I've given them a show, I'll I'll do it. You know, Um, you know, I I was on stage in, in Dallas the other night and uh, I'll tell you this real quick. I know you got to go. I was on stage in Dallas the other night and I did like an hour and ten. And the hour went how I want. We had a great time. And then I was like, there's some things I want to talk about. So I was like, let me see. So I just said, you know, guys, I had a friend that um, was stabbed to death, you know. And you know David Kimowitz, rest his soul. Uh He was stabbed. He was the owner of the stand. He was my manager. He was a beautiful human being, two little girls. And him and his nanny were were killed in in his home. And I found something funny in it and I wanted to talk about it and I know that David would appreciate it and what it was was um, this is a true story after David was killed I was sick for like a week I just couldn't get on stage I was I was sure. so so brutal man you know this guy was my manager for four and a half years not at the time but right. he was my man and um, we've had t- all these talks and he knew my family and stuff so I just couldn't get on stage man I was sick 
And uh, I go down to the city to finally get on stage. A guy goes, hey, man, I'm, I'm producing a show. My wife was with me. He goes, if you want to jump on, I'd love to have you do five, six minutes, seven minutes, whatever you want. And I was like, you know what? I could, I could use that, man. I, I've been down. And he goes, if you don't mind me asking, he goes, if you don't mind me asking, what, what happened? And I go, well, my friend and his nanny were stabbed to death in his home. And he just goes, been there. <laughs> And I go, what? <laughs> like, and I'm like, first of all, first two things. One, how often is this happening? And number two, are you trying to like one up my tragic? <laughs> and 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 but, you know, it's like he had like a parking ticket. Like, tell me about it. You know, is it the speed yeah. trap on Fifth? <laughs> you know, and and I was able to in time remember that and go, there's something funny there. So I'm on stage, and I did it, and it was, and I knew that he would appreciate it, but, like, I'm kind of trying to do that, man. Like, I just want to, like, talk about the things that are in my life to develop. So, and I feel like that's the best way to develop an hour. Not saying that that's going to definitely be in a special or anything, but, no, like, I do that with other jokes. Right, right, so, like, that, that's kind of what I was saying, like, where, like, something will happen with my family, and I'm going, I'm talking about this tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, and, if, and, it, and it could become a piece added to something, you know, so. Do you that's know how many my, things happen in my life? Uh, in my family where somebody will say something that's embarrassing and we all laugh and then the next sentence is always please don't talk about this on the radio tomorrow and I go well now I have to now that yes. I've said that you've said not to talk about it you've yeah. got my mind going it's going to be the first thing I say on Monday morning I just, it's, I'm thinking about it already you have a thing where you know you more than a comedian you have a thing more than a comedian where you got to really watch what you say about the ones you love because there's that line you know <laughs> nope and, <so> <laughs> <laughs> nope it no. got it gets so bad that my father, who's been divorced from my mother for 40 years, said to me one time, he's like, I got to talk to you. And I go, and he goes, you got to stop talking about your mother. And I go, you don't even like her. And he's like, yeah, but you can't. You got, like, that's, like, I have oh, okay. here on the on this show yeah. where we're talking, I can't. I've said things, Galvin, I've said things sometimes that Galvin goes, you know we're on the radio, right? Yeah. Go, yeah, I'll be talking about girls, I'll be like, oh, girl, I would totally. Although sometimes he does whisper it. Like yeah, that's nobody hears it. Whisper, yeah, yeah, whispers it like a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like his wife's like, I wasn't even mad that you talked about it, but you didn't have to get low. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Galvin's not in this room? Because uh, you keep looking yeah, over there. I see that on TV, yeah. Like when he, when Galvin talks, you look over there, and I'm like, I wonder if he knows that Galvin's back at the studio. I'm, to be honest, I'm just hearing names. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, you know, I'm just looking at these. I know. It's, just, it's funny to me because I haven't grasped this whole room yet, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, eventually Galvin will be sitting there. Right now he's running the board back at the you studio. You like doing it here? Oh, yeah, I'm there. this is it. I'm never going back. <laughs> what you, what's not there? Other no, than having crazy. people walk through my garage, which has to be, still has to be cleaned out, other than that, it's been fantastic. No, this is crazy. This <laughs> I think it'll be easier to just hang a curtain across all the junk yeah. so you can't see anything back. I think it makes it better, too, because people see your house and they go, oh, this is a successful show instead of just another radio station. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. I've been to, I've been yeah, to many. Was, a, yeah, if this was a shed, yeah. you'd be like. <laughs> I've been to many morning guys' apartments before, so right, yes, I can right. really say that. If you notice, Mr. Verzi, no trash. No trash. All trash taken off. out, baby. No Good job. Cycling's on Monday. Uh, go see uh, Paul Verzi. He's uh, going to be at Side Splitters tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes. Uh, seven shows. So pick one and go to it, 960-1197 or sidesplitterscomedy.com. And him and Joe are going to come in tomorrow at 9 o'clock. 
and do the six and nine. Do some make them ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks that, so much for having me. You guys cool with coming back? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, dude. I, I love the show and uh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, come out to the shows. We're having a great time. It's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, I, I'm going to definitely come by one of the nights. I'm not sure. Probably Friday night. I okay. think Friday night. Then maybe I'll try to smoke a cigar again until I throw up. We'll see how that goes. Oh, we'll go to Davidoff's if it's open. Uh, check out Instagram.com slash the Mike Halter Show. And uh, what else? Oh, the bone uh, bonus words coming up at 10 o'clock. Your chance to win $1,000. So stand by. you got seven minutes. You'll hear it at the end of the commercial break. Anything else, Spanish? That's it. What about tomorrow? Anything tomorrow besides these guys we need to know nope, about? Six to nine. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.